Hi, this is Kim, and welcome back to Weber County's Greatest Generation. There's a lot of things going on right now with Weber County's Greatest Generation. Each week, I publish a blog about what was going on 80 years ago um, in Weber County and the war in general, and that's available every Sunday on my Facebook page and on the website, Weber County's Greatest Generation. There are also 42 podcasts and I'm adding more all the time, and you can find and listen to those previous podcasts there. And then also the two books that I've written, Weber County's Greatest Generation, December 1941 through 1942, and Weber County's Greatest Generation, 1943, are also on there and available for purchase. I had sold out of the copies of the 1943 book and just recently did another printing, and so they're available again. So this is kind of a fluky thing that I found when I was doing one of the um, blog spots about what was going on 80 years ago in Ogden. So the article read, Cole Brothers Circus to be in Ogden on August 12th. Big Tent will go up on 19th and Harrison. So at first I thought that must be around where El Monte is now, but then uh, a lady, Arita, I hope I'm saying that right, Zimmerman, um texted me back on Facebook and said that it was across the street. Um, so if you go up to where Brinker Avenue is off 20th, you can see where there was just a big field there. Those houses weren't there. And she said that a lot of circuses would come and perform there, and they called it Circus Field. So that was something that I didn't know. So here's the article, Harky Kitties, and listen to this. The circus is coming, the Cole Brothers Circus, with literally hundreds of Spangleland features headed by the six wallabies, the world-famous somersaulting marvels from Australia. They are coming aboard a mile-long train loaded with a grand horse show housed in a separate tent, a huge menagerie filled with wild animals from the jungles, and many other circus thrills new to American audiences. The show will exhibit in Ogden at 19th and Harrison on August 12th, and the number one advertising car, resplendent in its glistening cherry red coating, is in town today, heralding the fact. The Cole Brothers Circus is one of the two largest in the world, and as such will bring many of the world's most noted attractions. Nearly 1,000 people are listed under the Big Show's banners this year, and among the 350 men and women arenic stars and performers, most of whom are new to circus patrons. A new and enlarged big top, restyled in indigo blue in order that the afternoon performances be identical to those at night, and numerous other 1942 innovations mark this year's visit of the Big Show. An all-new and stupendous super spectacle, the Sapa Inca, opens the performance. In this gorgeously produced pageant, South American in theme, and a recent subject in Ripley's Believe It or Not cartoon, hundreds of people and animals participate. Highlighted by the silvery voices of Florence Tennyson, the noted opera star and huge assemblage of vocalists, a ballet of 60 beautiful dancing girls from Argentina and Chile enhanced the beauty of the pageant. The costumes and trappings alone have cost a sizable fortune. It is said to be by far the most elaborate and spectacular opening spectacle Cole Brothers have ever produced. It was produced by Harry Thomas, well-known producer of indoor pageants. 
And of special interest to the youngsters, there will be an even 50 internationally known clowns on hand at each performance, headed as they are by Otto Griebling, Freddie Freeman, Horace Dared, Arthur Barella, Ray Barrett, Carol DeMott, and Bill Bailey, seven of the greatest and best-known clowns in all of Spangleland. And a real clown band will be thrown in for good measure, and what a band. Performances will be given at 2 and 8 p.m., with the main gates opening one hour early in each instance. In the August 9th Standard Examiner, there was another article, Clowns Coming Here August 12th. Tramp, sad-faced fellow, and others coming with the circus. There will be plenty of funsters on hand here Wednesday when the Cole Brothers Circus plays matinee and evening performances at 19th and Harrison. On hand will be a troop of clowns headed by Otto Griebling, known as the Bull Brummel of the Backyard. Otto Griebling, in fact, is popular with everybody from the millions of circus fans throughout the world to the thousands of circus folks that he has came in contact with, and no wonder because ever since he was a boy, he had one creed to make everyone happy, whether with his makeup on or not. Otto heads the army of 50 clowns if fans happen to pay attention to the fact that there are also scores of others. He will have circus fans laughing from the time they enter the huge streamlined royal blue big top, which, by the way, is 100% air-cooled this year. They had an air-conditioned circus tent. Sometimes dubbed the sad face clown or the tramp and new, numerous other non-deplumes, Otto still carries on his own individual fashion of just making folks laugh. Fans are apt to see him walk away with their favorite girl or wife by his side as he comes down the long hippodrome track to find their seat. He might even entice them under the railing for a shortcut to obtain laughs from the rest of the folks at their expense or up in the seats during the show, dusting the chairs and including whatever is in them, which might be you. But it's all in fun, and there's no greater funster than the one and only Otto Griebling, who has made it a business of fun and a profitable one because he is the highest paid clown in the circus business. Reserved and general admission tickets will go on sale Circus Day at Walgreens Drugstore at 2485 Washington and also at the ticket wagon on the showgrounds. Then on August 10th, there was a big advertisement, Children's Circus Tickets, open to all children under 16 years of age. The Standard Examiner, through special arrangement with the Coles Brothers Circus, one of the largest two in the world, will offer regular 50 cents tickets for only 30 cents, including tax. Good at the afternoon performance on Wednesday afternoon only. So in today's prices, that would have been about $7.50 for a regular ticket and $4.50 for a reduced ticket. So then on August 11th, there was an article, Circus Tent will go up in Ogden Wednesday morning. Tomorrow is the red letter day for all kids from 3 to 60. Well, at any rate, for those in the higher brackets that really want to be kids again, Cole Brothers World Toward Circus comes to Ogden bright and early tomorrow morning over the Union Pacific Railroad in its own mile-long trains of big double-length steel railroad cars filled with all the wonders of the make-believe land and a veritable Noah's Ark of jungle creatures. While the long flat cars will be sending their heavily loaded red wagons and gaudily painted dens and cages down the runways, other sections of the big show will be disembarking hundreds of horses, 
droves of camels, dromedaries, llamas, zebras, zebus, I don't even know what a zebus is, sacred cattle, water buffalo, tiny Philippine cattle, and three great herds of lumbering elephants, which will soon after start down the circus ramp to 19th and Harrison. There, some 1,200 inhabitants of Coles Brothers Circus and where the mighty poles of the world's largest streamlined royal blue circus tent and 26 other tents will pierce the skyway. It's always a thrill to watch the trains unload and hear the wagons rumble down the street, and even a greater thrill to watch the hundreds of working men in systematic rhythm erect the huge portable city. Many folks think it is an impossible job to do it over and over again each day, but that's the job of the circus folks. And it's even a greater test this year with one thought in mind because the circus is fulfilling a great duty of bringing joy to millions of kids as well as adults throughout the world. It is a big job trying to keep folks laughing in this troubled time. Never before in the history of the circus has such a magnificent array of stupendous features been gathered together as will be seen in tomorrow's all-new 20th century show and of which Cole Brothers is truly America's favorite, as well as the greatest circus of this day and age. Features have been gathered together from the far corners of the earth, from the mighty opening tournament, the colorful super spectacle Sapa Inca, in which general manager Zach Terrell has produced the greatest musical and finest tentative extravaganza ever before attempted in sawdust annals. It features a beautiful ballet of 60 pretty Argentine and Chilean dancers, the scene of Miss Florence Tennyson, the noted grand opera star, and the entire production is under the direction of the internationally renowned producer, Colonel Harry Thomas, noted for circus spectacles and outdoor pageants. In the tremendous cast of over 1,000 performers and 819 animals, including 100 tons of elephants and nearly 400 horses with gem-studded robes, jeweled trappings, and lavish blankets, all sorts of carts, wagons, tongas, and conveyances drawn by strange beasts in a kaleidoscopic preview of make-believe land. The theme of the story was adapted from the recent Robert L. Ripley Believe It or Not radio story of South America ages ago, telling of bloodthirsty pirates, stolen treasures, and the colorful Inca Indians of that period, with the unbelievable magnificence of electric effects, gorgeous music arranged by Captain Victor Robbins, and startling pyrotechnic displays, all produced by Mr. Lewis Scott, formerly associated with MGM Studios and in Hollywood for many years, and recognized as one of the finest electrical engineers to ever affiliate with the amusement business. Hundreds of world-renowned stars have been assembled from the remote parts of the world in a massive Congress of United Nations features, including the Australian Wallabies, acrobatic conclave in their first American appearance, the Flying Thrillers, aerial gymnastic daredevils, Miss Betty Rich, Queen of the Trapeze, the Deros, Aerial Thrillers, the Aussie Imps, Marvels at the Trampoline Net, the Whites on the Aerial Bars, Miss Jean Allen with her thrilling equine and pachydermic displays, 
Herbert Castle, the demon on the top wire, all are but a few of the many big top features which appear upon the spine-tingling two-hour menu of startling thrills. All boys and girls under 16 years of age may take advantage of the standard examiner special circus ticket offer by coming down to the newspaper office tomorrow morning from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. and purchase special tickets for only 30 cents with one of the coupons appearing in today's paper. These tickets are good for the afternoon performance only. Adults may come down and buy them for their youngsters, but they will not be sold anywhere else at this special price. Come down tomorrow and meet the circus clowns at the Standard Examiner and secure your special circus tickets. This offer is open to all boys and girls under the age of 16 years old. And so on the day of the performance, there's another article. Sawdust, spangles, elephants, clowns, and all trimmings of circus arrive in Ogden. Today is the day Cole Brothers World Tour Circus came steaming into Ogden bright and early this morning over the Union Pacific Railroad on its mile-long trains of double-length steel railway cars, and now the huge city of make-believe is erected on the 19th and Harrison Circus Grounds, where performances are scheduled rain or shine at 2 and 8 p.m., with the doors opening one hour earlier. This gives everyone ample time to secure the best seats and visit the massive menageries, as well as the all-new horse fair. Never before has such a galaxy of stardust and spangled stars been gathered together from the four corners of the earth as with Cole Brothers Circus. Heading the conclave of stupendous features is Hubert Castle, the wizard of the high wire and the only man in the world to accomplish a forward and backward somersault upon the shiny strands of Sidil and through a hoop. Miss Betty Rich, the girl who drops to a toe and heel, catch from a flying trapeze without the aid of a net or safety device, the sensational boxing horses, recently imported from England and presented for the first time by Captain John Smith, Miss Jean Allen, the world's most reckless and daring rider of the rearing and jumping horses, Adolf Delsbog and Bruce Campbell with their vast equine displays, Captain Eugene, Scott, and three great herds of ponderous performing military elephants in colorful displays. The Flying Thrillers, world's most thrilling aerial conclave in perilous feats, high in the dome at the big top. Miss Polly Inslee, the girl who drives 16 matched Palomino stallions at breakneck speed around the mile-long hippodrome. Miss Marilyn the tiny girl who throws her little body over her right shoulder in a series of nearly 100 revolutions while suspended in the peak of the tent by one arm, the Australian wallabies, sensational European acrobats appearing in the Americas for their first time, Otto Griebling and his army of 50 mirth-provoking funsters in a continuous round of mirthful antics, the internationally renowned Reifenbach Troop, greatest of all back, back riding troops, with the king of clown riders, Clarence Bruce, Miss Ernestine Clark, and Mile, you see, sensational European equestrian stars before hundreds of other superb stars 
who will delight young and old in their array of marvelous displays. So this article just goes on and on, but I'm going to skip down to the last part. The theme was adapted from a recent Robert L. Ripley, believe it or not, radio feature, and general manager Zach Terrell has named this important big top feature Sapa Inca and secured Colonel Harry Thomas, the noted ballet and prologue producer, to direct this epic. It tells the story in a musical fashion of the pirates and buckaroos of Latin America ages ago with a swash swashbuckling characters intermingling with the colorful Inca Indians of South America, stolen treasures, and all the gaiety of long ago, with the scene of Miss Florence Tennyson, noted grand opera star of the big show, and a bevy of 60 pretty Argentine and Chilean dancers brought especially to appear in this gigantic production with several featured prima donnas of those Latin countries. And in the last paragraph, immediately after tonight's exhibition, the big circus trains will once again be loaded and steam out over the Union Pacific to Pocatello, Idaho, where performances are scheduled for tomorrow. I looked to see if there were any articles the following days about how the circus packed up and took off down to 25th and Wall again, but there wasn't anything about it. So basically, they just took down their huge circus tent with their hundreds of animals and people and walked down to 25th Street. So they had a performance the next day in Pocatello, which is crazy because they have to get there in the train station, get everybody off, and get everybody loaded up again. So I did a quick search to see how many performances the Cole brothers did the year of 1942. In Louisville, Kentucky, there was an article that said they were starting a six-month tour opening on April 22nd and continuing until November 18th. So I just did a quick search, and I didn't really even look at the days, but in May, they were in Richmond, Brookville, and Lafayette, Indiana, Cincinnati, Scranton, uh, Ohio, Uniontown, Wilkes-Barre, and Altoona, Pennsylvania, in June, Binghamton, Elmira, New York, Columbia, South Carolina, Munster, Indiana, Chillicothe, Mansfield, and Springfield, Ohio, and Dayton, um, back to Rock Island, Illinois, and Davenport, Iowa. In July, they were in Des Moines, McCook, Ord, Lincoln, and Kearney, Nebraska, Fort Collins, Colorado, Casper, Wyoming, Albuquerque, and Santa Fe. In August, Billings. Provo, uh, Salt Lake, and Ogden, moving on to Pocatello, Twin Falls, Boise, and Idaho Falls. In September, they were in Oakland, Palo Alto, Bakersfield, Long Beach, Pomona, El Paso, and Santa Ana, California. I'm sure that's not the correct order. In October, it was Phoenix, Tucson, El Paso, San Bernardino, Santa Ana, Pasadena, Venice, Sacramento. In November, they were Victoria, Texas, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, and ended back in Louisville, where they um, ended on November 22nd. The Courier-Journal in Louisville reported that they were happy to return. The trip was not so hard on those animals whose cages provided reclining space. Chester the hippopotamus reveled in his tank in the zoo, while the seals squealed in anticipation while their pool was being filled. 
A new addition was Betty Lou, a movie star who appeared with Tarzan. She was a chimpanzee. But the other monkeys were reported as irritable after 395 performances. So this is a little bit unusual from my usual podcast, but when I read the number of animals and people and that was going to be set up on 19th and Harrison, it just really intrigued me. I can't even imagine what that must have looked like, but I would love to talk to somebody who was there. So again, thank you for joining Weber County's Greatest Generation. Um, my podcast is available on iTunes, also on my website, Weber County's Greatest Generation. Thank you.